of Zion, the baptizing church. We love God's word. Welcome to today's message. God has given us Pastor Daly and Pastor Maureen Oshimakinde as our parents, lovely parents, wonderful parents. They are they are they are they pay attention to us. They 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 give us the word in due season. You know, there is no there is never a a a, a dearth of word or a scarcity of word in the house. You can never come into TBC at any point or even listen. You know, when you're down, just just play, just just go to t- soundcloud.com and just go and look for Pastor Dele and Pastor Mori and just listen. You would be uplifted and I just want to thank them, Pastor Dele and Pastor Mori for this opportunity and this platform. You know, it's how that you just think of yourself as a just, just go on and then someone just says, this is what you're going to do in this, in this season. You know, there is something they see that sometimes we don't even see in ourselves. Praise God. And also I want to thank God for my pastor and thank my pastor, Pastor Damilola Oguntunde. Pastor Dami is just amazing. Pastor Dami is, is a teacher of God's word. He's an encourager. He's a strengthener and he's a true model. Thank you very much, sir, for this opportunity. He's not looking up. He's looking at it. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. So today is family meeting. Glory to God. And I just want to give a very short charge. I'll try not to make my face too serious so I don't distort the spirits of, of today. Praise God. So the, uh, I was thinking of a title, titling a message or something is just, are you thinking, do you want to give it a very genge or you just want to be? So I'm choosing to go very simple and it's meet your family. Praise God. Meet your family. Hallelujah. So um, when you think of, nowadays, like when you think of church, you see that there are two basic approaches. People approach church in two basic ways. People approach church either as an mostly as an organization, a service center. So I, I come to church. Church is supposed to have like service offerings, like product offerings. So pr- prayer meeting is a product offering and I'm supposed to come and get blessed and be changed. You know? So I see church as I, I'm a customer and then church is a service center, an, an organization. So I approach church that way. Times that days that I'm feeling very loyal, I'll come. Days that I'm not feeling very loyal to, to this organization, I don't come. I don't represent myself. You know, I, I don't, I don't um, share in the downs and the ups. So for example, if a, if, a company's, if a company goes down, maybe say financially, now you have another option. You have another substitute. So you go look for that substitute and you go look for another, another, another organization that can satisfy or that, that can satisfy your, your needs. And then you pay with your attendance, you think you're paying with your attendance, you're probably paying with tithes and offering, or you're paying and you demand something in response. So, there, But there is another approach where church is seen as a spiritual family. Praise God. And that is not even another approach. That is your original approach. Where church is seen as a spiritual family, as a place where a place is not, it's not just you coming to church as, as a place of, okay, I'm going to come and going to grow, I'm going to come and get something. But I'm coming, that I'm coming to be a part of this family. I'm coming to, coming to join myself with these people and then to grow whatever it is, whatever mandate it is that God, is given, God has given them. Praise God. And so that is where I want to dwell on this morning as we go on. So let's open, our, let's open our Bibles to um, Psalm 68 verse 6. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 68 verse 6. Are we there? Okay. So it says that God sets the solitary in families. And he brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. God sets the solitary in families. And he brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So God's strategy for... Basically, God's strategy for, for growth and for kingdom advancement. And when God sees the church, what he thinks about is tribes and families. You see that when he first called, like his first prototype of church, Israel, he didn't just call Israel as a, as a bunch of people. What he did was that he called them first as tribes. And then even within those tribes, you see that they are families. So you see under the tribe of God, you see different families, different families under there that when god thinks of church that's that's what he thinks about praise god and you see that even when we were redeemed the bible says that we are he uses the terms as sons and daughters we use the terms as adoption as to communicate the fact that he has brought us into a family praise god so the bible says god sets the solitary in family that for every time anyone gets saved or for every time anyone joins the kingdom of god what he does is to take that person and set the person in the family he sets you there. And the reason he sets you there is so that he can take you why from bondage or from bondage. Now, when, when we say bondage now, people always think about like maybe you are bound, you are cursed, like witches in your village. But bondage is when you are constrained to do anything. When there is some sort of like a constraint. So I will not say, for example, I'm bondage, I cannot cook. That's, yeah, but, but bondage is that, is, is that that sort of constrainment, and it takes you from that into prosperity. Praise God. And I like to define that prosperity as, in my, when I, while I was thinking about it, as him giving us that power to be prosperous so that we can establish the covenant that he has made with us. Praise God. So prosperity is not just me, because at, so at, the, end of, at the end of the day, to what, to what end am I then being prosperous? If um, it's not about my cars. It's not about. It's about him establishing a covenant that he has made with us. The reason why he called Israel, the reason why he divided them into tribes, was because he had said something to Abraham, and he was beginning through Israel and through that methodology. However, he was doing it, he was establishing what he has told Abraham in the beginning. Praise God. And I'm going to liken that to what we are doing, in, who we are in TBC, and then what we are doing in TBC very soon. Hallelujah. So I said again that God sets the solitary in families. So that means at the point where God sets you in the family, you are no longer supposed to be solitary. Praise God. You're no longer supposed to be alone. You're no longer supposed to feel alone. Some people are in families, but they are feeling like they are alone, like nobody is with them, nobody is to help them. But the moment where God himself sets you as a family, and this is a charge not just to the individual, but also to the family. Praise God. So as an individual, you come into a place and you are aware that, that God has called you to this place. Like I said, it's not a service center. You're not looking for the place with the best music equipment. You're not looking for the place with, that they do announcements in video. You're not looking for a place where, you know, the guys dress, you know, very well. I remember there was a, a, a friend, a family friend, like a friend of my mom. She asked me a question one day. She was like, how is your church? Like, how many professionals do you guys have there? I said, we have professionals, we have professionals, we have business owners, we have, we have name it, we have artists. She was like, yeah, I said, yes, ma. When would you like, when would you like to come? So some people, some people do demographic statistics. You come into a church and you want to see, okay, I'm in professionals, how can I network? How can I quickly, you know, strategy? How can I quickly sell my business? 
that's that's not the aim because for every time you try to do that there will also if god has called you to a place where it's not seemingly look it's not looking very attractive you will miss it and you probably go to somewhere else praise god and you will not be satisfied but you just be there because you think you're trying to do something hallelujah so for every time god brings a solitary into a family that person is not supposed the person is already it's joined to that family praise god hallelujah so the way i thought about it is number one we have a mandate for every family when um joshua took took over from from moses one of the first things he did was he divided that assignment of taking over the promised land to each of the families to go and conquer so each of the families had the assignment to go and conquer a land not so like my family now joshua gives me a plot of land okay this is where you're supposed to go and fight those people we're supposed to bring that land for the kingdom so the 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 very reason for families is for kingdom advancement in a way that is more strategic and more specific so for example imagine the old church now everybody in the world saying that we are winning we are winning the old world if everybody has there's this um saying that we say that if everybody is supposed to do something nobody would do it right so if for a family once you have a family what you have is a pop a sense of direction where we are going to and what we are supposed to conquer praise god are we full i hope i'm not losing anybody okay so he says that he sets the solitary in families and then it takes us from bondage to prosperity now when we think of the process of a family and i'm going to now i want to speak to things that people so you see people come into a church and and you feel like you cannot be yourself in the church like like you cannot you cannot express yourself because i remember i was listening was it i don't know if it was kenya again or joyce maya either of the two of them that said this that when i meet someone that is not saved and i meet the person smoking and i tell the person come church is for you god loves you even as you are come and that person comes into church and the person gets saved and the very next day the person used to be a smoker right and we understand that when you get saved is your spirit that is saved not your soul so your soul goes through a gradual process of salvation but immediately you find that for some reason sometimes that person feels like at the moment where he's saved by the next day people expect him to act like he's perfect and then that draws him back because it's like i'm just growing so normally when you look at the family and a child is born everybody's excited whatever you need to 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 make the child go god will provide it for you you know and so imagine immediately after that child is born imagine from that the, the next day the mom then says hey i'll stand up now go and me buy something no, I mean, a job that you just gave birth to. Oh, yeah, what's even your name? So, yeah, go and go help me buy something. Stand up. Or oh, that child is left there, maybe to wash him. So, oh, go and bath now. Yeah, go to the bathroom. Go and have your bath. When a child is born, we're excited. And then after that child is born, there is a, the, the family has a responsibility. Because even sociology says that a family is the smallest unit, unit of a society. But it's for societal transformation. That's the job of a family. A job a family when you introduce a child to a family, the family is supposed to make sure number one that child is cared for, the child is washed. Because the child cannot wash himself or herself. So imagine you you come into a family and a child is smelling because nobody is there to wash the child. Praise God. So we 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 come into and I'm taking this one by one. So we come into church as 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 believers together as believers we are supposed to 
pay attention to the washing of ourselves. And how do we wash ourselves? Through the word of God. So I'm supposed to see that. So for example, this person, this person just got saved. I know that this person just got saved. I may not know your story or your history. But for the fact that you were not in the kingdom of God before, there are things that you need to learn. And I should take advantage of that. I should, or I should, I should be knowledgeable of that. If a newborn baby comes into a family and there is, the person is not a firstborn, so there is a firstborn there. The firstborn, without, whether or not the father or mother is, is around, the firstborn is supposed to take, or take charge of that baby. Praise God. So there is a washing process that should take place. And we should all be concerned about washing. Now, washing, imagine you use, you know, when we're going to, there is, you know, there is iron sponge. And then there is, there is all these swish sponges now. And then there is shaka shaka. So imagine you take a baby, that's, even the skin will peel, you know. So you're supposed to wash, be, the Bible says speaking the truth in love. You must be able to okay say that this person is not this person is not there yet, but there is a way we can talk to this person. There is a how can how can I make this person stop what this person? How can I make the person understand what the kingdom of God is about? Praise God. And then after washing, of course, there is feeding. Praise God. There is feeding. The person is being fed daily, daily. Also through the word of God, through the word of God. Now the washing process is is, is sometimes the word of God, but it's also the way we live as families. So for example, if I see, if I see my other sister behaving in a certain way, no matter, no matter what you tell me, tell me like this family, this is how we do, we don't wear Yoruba clothes, we wear English clothes, we just wear suit and jacket, and I see my father wake up in the morning, and then he wears Ankara, but we don't wear Ankara, we only wear suit and jacket, and then he wears Ankara, the next day he wears Danshiki, but we don't wear Obviously, when even though he tells me, I'll probably pass it on to the next person. We don't wear Ankara, we wear suits. But then I wear native on Monday. And it goes on and on like that. So it's, it's the way we live our lives. Being careful to live our lives for not, not living my life for someone else, but making my life as an example for that person. Praise God. So there is feeding. But imagine a child now being in a family and the child is constantly being fed, constantly washed, fed, you know, closed, closed, sheltered, and that child continues there. At 40 years old, he's still expecting his mother to come and feed him, to come and bath for him, to come and close him. That at a certain point, the whole essence of this washing, feeding, sheltering, closing is that at a particular point, and even sometimes even teaching, like communicating the morals and values of, of that family to the child. That is, but it, it's the whole essence of that is that at a certain point, that child will carry on and birth a family in a sense of his own. Be an independent person and be able to now contribute to the family. So that the person now goes out to work and the mom says, okay, mom, this is 5,000 for the food that you have given me. This is 5,000. Oh, that this is 10,000 for the food that you have given me. Daddy, this is a cloth for you. So at the end of the day, that child is supposed to now become a contributor to that family. Praise God. And it's same like that in the family that we have, in the spiritual family that we belong to. That for the, for the, when God brings you into TBC, God has given a covenant to Pastor Dele. God has told Pastor Dele some things. And then when God sets you in that house, God has called you to come and join yourself to Pastor Dele, to the house, that, to, the, to the, you know, they say family of God, the Gadites, to the TBCites. God has called you to come and join us. And then when you join us, we are responsible for washing you, for feeding you, for closing you, for sheltering you, because you now become, you now bear the identity of TBC, even within the larger body of Christ. Hallelujah. 
And at a certain time, you now begin to help us advance the kingdom that God has called us to, 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 uh, to advance the portion of the kingdom that God has called us to do or the work that God has called us to do. Praise God. And I'm not oblivious of the fact that sometimes people feel like, that like um, so I'm here, but I cannot, I can, like I said earlier, I cannot be myself here. And I'm and I think I, I don't know if I can throw this question. Like, why do people come into church and they feel like, oh, I cannot be myself? Because really you have found yourself when you come into Christ, right? That is yourself. So why do you now come into church and feel like I cannot be myself there? Like I have to show a hundred percent and then when I go back home, I can I can be some I can be free when I'm when I'm at home. You know, I can rest. I remember there was a time in where Jesus was speaking and then they told him that, oh, his mothers and his sisters and his brothers are here. He was like, ah, who are? Now, so when you think of like, who, who am I? He's like, who, who, are, who are, where are they? So these are my brothers and my sisters and my mothers. Now, maybe you think that maybe Christ was just being very, he was being very spiritual. Like, this is my brother. But he actually meant that. These are my brothers and my sisters and my, and my mothers who the ones that are here. And so we that are here, we are our brothers, our sisters, our fathers, our mothers. So why do I now think that I cannot be free with Pastor Dami? Why do I think that I cannot be open? That every time Pastor Dami asks me, I say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you. I'm, I'm lifted. Ask Pastor, if Pastor Dami asks me, even still yesterday, I say, I'm lifted. Oh, no, because you have, you have, even if a church member asks you, how are you? Or you think you are a minister, you're like, oh, I'm blessed, I'm strengthened, receive strength. You should be able to say, I'm not fine. I know I'm fine. I know, I know I am fine. Mm? I am fine. But there are some times that what I face in the world makes wants, wants, wants to make it look as though I'm not fine. And I'm 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 open to tell Pastor Dami, Pastor Dami, for Abisola, because the pastor now, that's why I'm coming to meet the pastors. Abisola, that I'm not, I'm not fine. But you don't know. They could have just, I could have just walk on. So I should be able to tell the person that I'm not fine. So what am I? What am I saying to you this morning? I know that there is the part of the larger family that is supposed to make you comfortable to share your story. Like Pastor, like Pastor Maureen said, your past is not something you should hide. You smoked yesterday. I'm not saying you smoked, but then you smoked yesterday and you got saved today. Don't come in tomorrow thinking that, oh, you did not smoke or you are not trying to. Because the more you cover the fact that you, did not, you, never, you never smoked, the more it becomes a struggle for you. Because at the point where you have gone through one year, you're supposed to have grown. But because you are still battling with that, you, you have not, the person hasn't grown beyond that. And then it then becomes a problem after two years. A child is not working after two years. But because they didn't diagnose the problem that was wrong with the child in the first few months that the child was born. But after three years, the child is not still working. The child can't still talk. At that point, it becomes a problem. But in the first three months, it's not a problem because it's expected. Praise God. So you can be comfortable in this family. You can be comfortable. And we are, and I'm saying this, I'm, I'm saying two things now. You can be comfortable as an individual. That for, for, for when God brings you into a family, you are no longer alone. And the moment you still feel alone in a family, you won't achieve the second. You won't, you won't be able to very well translate yourself from bondage into prosperity. You won't be able to. Praise God. 
and to the larger family for, the, for every time a person joins himself to us. You, we need to expand ourselves and just, you know, like an amoeba, you just expand yourself and put that person until the person is part of you again. Praise God. It's a very short charge. Praise God. So I... The thing about ladies is that you cannot, you know, you see when Pastor Dam is praying, Pastor Dam is like, boom, 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 boom. you have to, you have to dab. Praise God. So I want you to say after me, this is my family. This is where God has called me. I can be real here. I will be prosperous here. I am fed here. I grow here. I am closer than protected here. I am blessed here. I love everyone around me. I love everyone around me. I love everyone around me. I care about everyone. I pay attention to their growth. I pay attention to how they are loved. I pay attention to how they are fed. In Jesus' name. Amen. For more online messages, check us out at www.soundcloud.com forward slash TBC Mainland.